Hey guys, thanks for joining me for another podcast. My name is Tony Mulcroy, and uh, the website is mulcroy.com. It's my blog, and uh, I started doing some podcasting for my uh, Jeep website, but I would do it for my blog website as well. I mean, you know, I've got the equipment, so what the hell. Some really cool music that I found that was um, just put out on the internet with no copyright. And um, I would say about 90% of the stuff that I'm finding is crap, at least uh, in my estimation. Uh, But some of it's really nice, and I I really like this song. Um, Let's see. This song is by Alexander Blue, B-L-U, called Emptiness. been enjoying it and there's a, another one I may play during this podcast that that I like a lot it's a a bit techno so anyway today's podcast is uh, just kind of a, a in general podcast um, it's uh, the 27th so it's a couple of days after Christmas I uh, have been off uh, from my regular job now for a week and uh, got a, a, a week and I guess on a day left before I have to go back. So I've been having a lot of free time, um, lots of free time to eat uh, leftovers. Uh, we had um, family uh, over on Christmas and it was very good. Uh, my wife makes some very good uh, cheese broccoli soup that has chicken in it as well, boneless breast of chicken in it. Uh, my mother-in-law brought over some uh, homemade tamales, uh, what I would call a boatload of tamales. It was, I mean, my gosh, there must have been six, seven dozen tamales there. And um, we had various other things. Uh, it was a really good Christmas. My wife was uh, feeling bad that she didn't fix the turkey and the dressing and the cranberry sauce and yada yada, but I liked it. It was different. Uh, I'm a big turkey fan. Um, I liked the, the meal. I thought it was very good. Of course, you know, Cheese is hard to go bad with. Uh, for me, I love cheese. Blue cheese is probably my favorite. She uses uh, Velveeta cheese in the broccoli cheese soup. It's uh, it's broccoli, Velveeta cheese. Uh, she puts some sort of uh, uh, vermicelli or some sort of noodles or something in there. And then the uh, boneless breast of chicken. So it uh, it's actually very, very good. And uh, I guess I probably had about three or four meals from that. Um, I thought I was going to make myself sick uh, on Christmas uh, when I had uh, two bowls of it. And the sad thing is, is that the uh, the second bowl that I had really was, I didn't have it right, right after the first bowl. I waited a little bit, but I, I wasn't really hungry when I fixed it. The reason why I fixed it was I wanted to take a picture and put it on Twitter <laughs> so people would see, you know, this is this really good food that I had. Uh, for Christmas. Uh, but you know, it didn't, it didn't keep me from eating all of it anyway. Uh, I got a bad habit of doing that. Uh, eat if I'm not hungry, eat for enjoyment. Um, it's one of the fun things in life, I guess that, that we all have to fight with. Although my, uh, my daughters don't seem to have that problem, at least not yet. Thank, thank goodness. So that was, uh, that was a good Christmas. Uh, All I got was money and, uh, the, 
uh, family being here, uh, which is plenty. Uh, it was wonderful. It was a nice day. I didn't have to go anywhere. Uh, everybody always comes over to our house for, for Christmas anyway, but there was no traveling. I got to stay home. Um, my, uh, my big thing of the day was to take a shower before people showed up. Uh, my wife <clears throat> takes care of uh, the whole house and takes care of fixing the, the food. And I try to talk her into keeping it simple so she doesn't have to work so hard on the holidays. She probably works um, not not including going out and buying the food um, eight eight hours fixing food five hours eight hours fixing the food on Thanksgiving and uh, everybody eats uh, forty five minutes to an hour and it's it's done then then it's cleanup time so it's just really I mean I did it one year because I didn't want her to do it both uh, Christmas or both Thanksgiving and Christmas so I think she did Thanksgiving or I did Thanksgiving and she did Christmas. And I had to keep running her out of the kitchen because she wanted to come in there and help. You know, she wanted to help me this, help me that. And I didn't want to let her because I'm not doing that when she's doing it. Um, I'm over, you know, playing with a computer or uh, talking to the kids or watching television. You know, I'm relaxing and that's what I wanted her to do. But I think she's incapable of relaxing. Although maybe I can take her on a cruise one of these days and she will have absolutely nothing to do and she'll have no reason not to relax. Anyway, uh, one of the things that I uh, experienced here at Christmas time was a a really nice song. You probably are, have already seen it on the website, and you may have already played it, but I wanted to put it in this podcast because I'm really impressed with it. I was listening to it earlier because I was testing the uh, the feed burner setup that I had, I just did today, and I uh, I wanted to play that on my uh, my Android phone, see how it sounded, and uh, you know just to see how it worked. And uh, uh, shortly after that, I went and took a shower, and I'm in the shower, and I'm humming the song to myself. It's a really catchy song. It's written and performed by a friend of mine that I uh, met through uh, another uh, person's uh, online internet show in, in the chat room. Very talented individual, uh, Tom Rapp, and his song is Christmas Cheer. So here we go. Christmas Cheer by Tom Rapp. Christmas is my favorite time of year Christmas is my favorite time of year Everybody knows when it is near Children yells and jingle bells Give me something no one sells And fill that cup on up with Christmas cheer this is the time to celebrate Throw some more of that turkey on my plate Don't sit home, don't be alone Call some friends up on the phone And fill that cup on up with Christmas cheer Cheers. 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 Cheers.
Uh, thank you, Tom. That was a great song. <clears throat> well, <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> there we go. Thank you very much for that song, Tom. That was a, a wonderful song. You can download that song for free, and that's not free download, and then you have to pay for something. It's a, a free Christmas song, and you can download it at www.tomrapshow.com. It's actually there on my website, uh, www.muckeroy.com, which uh, you probably are listening to this podcast from my site, uh, just in case you're not. The spelling is M-U-C-K-L-E-R-O-Y. So it's Muck Leroy. Anyway, go to Tom uh, TomRapShow.com and uh, download that song, and you can listen to it now. There's nothing wrong with listening to Christmas songs after Christmas, um, at least up till January 1st. Then if you listen to it after that, you're going to have to do it kind of, um, you know, like on your MP3 player, maybe in the car, not too loud so other people won't hear it. You don't want to be embarrassed by listening, having too much Christmas cheer, so to speak. But seriously, it's a very good, uh, a very good song. I mentioned Twitter earlier, and I forgot to mention my Twitter address. You can follow me on Twitter, and it is just my first and last name, Tony Mulcaroy, uh, at sign in front of it, of course. And you can also fo- uh, follow uh, Tom Rapp. He goes by Trap Dog, so T-R-A-P-P-D-O-G, uh, so two P's, Trap, two P's, Dog. He doesn't, uh, he doesn't tweet nearly as much as I do. But uh, he does have, uh, you know, good information as far as uh, when he's performing shows in the New York area. And uh, also, to any songs that he comes out with. He also has a, a YouTube uh, account, and you can see, uh, listen to music, and see his, uh, his music videos that he creates. Very, uh, very good entertainer. And um, he's been doing it for a long time, but um, I think he's kind of spreading his wings and getting to be better known and now would be a good time to get to know him. So you can say, hey, I knew Tom Rapp before blah, whatever whatever blah is going to be. Anyway, good job, Tom, in case you're listening at some time in the future, since this is a podcast. So after Christmas, what did you, what, what did you guys get for Christmas? I already mentioned I got money. Uh, that's, uh, that's a great size. It always fits. Um it actually allowed me to pay for this uh, this mixer that I got, and um, I recently uh, put up my old mixer, which is a, a Behringer 802. I recently put that one up on eBay since I uh, bought this bigger mixer, and uh, I received a. Um, I don't I don't do too many sale. Uh, I don't put too much stuff up for sale on eBay, and you know since eBay is a, a worldwide audience, uh, I've never sold anything to anybody locally. Well, I got an email a while ago uh, associated with the sale of this uh, Behringer 802 mixer. And a guy said, hey, I'm in Houston. Uh, would you meet me at Town & Country to uh, sell me the, the mixer? Because I need it by Friday. And I'm always a little um, suspicious of things, especially having to do with the Internet. Where, you know, somebody might, trying to, might be trying to get you to come so they can rob you, take your vehicle, blah, 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 blah. And I got to thinking about it. You know, if I was working at a gas station or if I had a shop where people were bringing their computers in to be repaired, I'd be facing the same thing. So I looked at it like this. If the guy wants to save $7.50 on shipping 
and he doesn't want to have to wait, you know, for me to get around to shipping it and for the shipper to get around to delivering it, etc., etc. That's cool. I don't mind. But I really don't want to drive to town and country. I live in Katy. So I figure if he wants it that bad, he can drive to Katy. So uh, not meeting him halfway, of course, but I suggested back to him that, uh, hey, I don't mind meeting you. If you want to meet, we can meet uh, down close to I-10, closer to my house. So he just has to drive a little bit further. That is, if I'm remembering where town and country is. Not a big mall person. Town and country has a mall. And I think that is um, just about five or six miles further down the road. Uh, town and country, if I remember properly, it's it's off of I-10. Maybe not. I don't care. <laughs> he wants the he wants the unit that you know he can drive out and get it. So I went and looked at the bid, and he is he is the high bidder, and he has met the um, the reserve amount, which was forty dollars. I think I paid fifty something dollars for it plus shipping. And uh, it's less than a month old. It's a real good deal. Uh, I don't know how great a deal it is for for forty dollars, but as far as the quality of the unit and its age and the amount of use that it's had, it's a it's a you know it's like a brand new unit. So um, you know I could let it sit here and collect dust, or give it to one of the kids to play with, which I don't think they would be all that interested in playing with it anyway. So uh, I figured I would just sell it on eBay. And um, with three days left, it's it's hit the reserve, which I was a little surprised because there's quite a quite a few uh, Behringer 802 mixers available on eBay, and um, I've, I guess I've seen some of them sell for as high as um, 50, 50 something. Um, the 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 price that Behringer allows people to advertise, I think, is sixty four ninety nine, but uh, you can get them for less than that. Um, because the people aren't really adhering to that, the the companies aren't really adhering to that that limit that Behringer has has put on them that they can only advertise it for you know no less than this amount. Uh, I think I saw one online for fifty bucks with free shipping. Uh, that's actually one of the ways I got it got mine cheaper was by pointing out that ad. So anyway, uh, that got that up for sale. Um, it's kind of fun sending that stuff out. Uh, I mean, selling stuff on eBay. And uh, it's kind of like this. It's kind of like po- podcasting. It's neat to be able to put something out there and have it accepted. And people like it. I mean, I know I'm selling something that I didn't create. But it's something that I bought. And somebody else is willing to, to pay me for it. And pay for the shipping. And trust me to you know deliver the product that I'm promising them. And uh, it's fun. Uh, I was looking up this guy's uh, profile, well, specifically the feedback, and assuming he is who he is, who he claims to be on eBay, because that account could always have been hacked. But then I'm getting into the whole conspiracy thing, and I'll be Jesse Ventura here in a second. So (laughs) before I go too far down that rabbit hole, let me just back up and say, I was looking at his feedback, and I was looking at the items that he buys. And, and the items that he sells, he sold a George Foreman grill for fifteen ninety nine, I believe. George Foreman grill. I think I saw thirty nine. He has sold thirty nine thousand items. I think that's right. Thirty nine thousand, and he's been a member on eBay since two thousand and eight. So 
I think what the guy is doing is making a living off of eBay. And if he's not making a living, he must be supplementing his income. I've, um, I've spoken with my wife and we've never, never done it, but I said, I, you know, I suggested to her and it was, this is based on a friend of mine, <clears throat> uh, his, uh, um, significant other would go to, um, what is it called? Garage sales. And they would look, uh, or she would look for things that were resellable and you know, you can get stuff at garage sales really cheap and she'd pick something up and then they would go and put it on eBay and sell it. It wasn't really for the money. It was because they, uh, they're both uh, retired. He's retired somewhat because of a physical disability and she's, she is retired and it was kind of a fun thing to do. And I talked to my wife about doing that and she's all for it. She wants to do it. <clears throat> it just kind of, uh, takes me to the, the, the time I need to take to sit down and, and show her how eBay works. Now, my wife isn't a person that can't figure things out on her own. She can, she's uh, ever bit as smart as I am, but something in her background has taught her perhaps it's her life with me um something in her background has taught her that she needs to be shown and you know i guess i wouldn't mind that myself if i had somebody that knew um i'd probably pester them uh, until they showed me and that and we are different in that respect because she won't pester me i have to remember to do it and i guess that's why it hasn't uh, hasn't happened yet in fact with these two weeks off i may um i may need to make time and do that I was actually going to show her how easy it was to sell something online with this uh, with this mixer, and I think when I did this, she was actually over at her parents' house visiting, and um, I just went ahead and put it up because I wanted to get it going, and um, that would have been a perfect time to show her um, how the thing on uh, how eBay works, how you sell items on eBay. I'm really trying to concentrate. I, I made this joke earlier to her. I, I put somewhere in one of the podcast, I mean, on my podcast description or something that you'll have to excuse the ums. I've been married for 18 years and I'm learning how to talk again, which she thought was hilarious. I was kind of afraid that she may not, might not enjoy that joke too much, but uh, she thought it was really funny. Um, and, and that's not exactly true. She, we talk equally. In fact, we get into little arguments about uh, interrupting each other. She, uh, she'll be telling me something that will make me think of something that is something about the subject that she's talking about. And I will say, Oh, blah, 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 blah. And she'll say, you're interrupting me. And I said, I'm sorry. I thought it was a conversation. I didn't realize I was listening to a speech. So then she goes, can I continue? Yes. So I'll be quiet and listen. And just like you see on some sitcoms, uh, I'll wait and then she'll get a look on her face and I'll like, Oh, is it okay for me to talk now? You know, as men, we're supposed to listen, not supposed to talk. So hence my joke, I've been married for 18 years and I've lost the the ability to formulate words from my own mouth. I, I just need to nod and grunt at the appropriate times. And uh, nodding is not good for a podcast, not for an audio podcast. And I'm not too sure how, how interesting it would be on a video podcast with a lot of, uh, with a lot of nodding. So uh, anyway, well, I just paused the podcast because my throat was getting a little raspy and I needed to have a drink of some uh, iced tea. It'll be interesting. That's the first time I've paused a podcast since I'm new to this. So it'll be interesting to see if there's uh, if you can tell if there was a pause, if there was any change in the audio levels, et cetera, et cetera. There's a, a podcast that I've been listening to, and I know I'm getting off, off subject. This is the way I think. I was uh, listening to recently to a podcast by a... A gentleman that uh, makes a living at podcasting 
And I find it interesting that, and he, he's been doing this for five years just the other day, and I find it interesting that he will tell you in his podcast that he's going to pause. You'll be right back. <laughs> and it's like seamless, you know, because it's, he's talking, he goes, oh, I'm going to pause for a second, and he pauses, and then he comes back, he says, I'm back. <laughs> and it's like, you know, you don't really have to say that. Just hit the pause button, uh, because otherwise nobody would be able to tell. Now, if it was years later or you just woke up and you you unpaused it and your voice was different, then it might be noticeable. But, you know, the few seconds or minutes or whatever that you were gone, um, you know, why say it? So I'm, I'm, I'm going to try not to do that. Anyway, getting back to learning how to talk. I've been doing a lot of ums and, you know, listening to my own podcast, I'm just sitting there shaking my head. Why, why are you doing all that stuff? Well, you're thinking because you haven't trained yourself to talk and not have the, the breaks. I'm trying to fill the dead air. So I used to be able to do this when I was younger because I talked a lot on uh, either the CB or the amateur radio and I had trained myself to be able to you know put some full sentences together and make sense at least 90% of the time. So I know I can do it and I'll get back to it. I just have to be conscious of the, um, you know, who wants to listen to that? I, I guess somebody does. Uh, I don't. So anyway, uh, there it was, oh, gonna have to start counting them. Um, there was another one. Anyway, this is a podcast of about 23 minutes. I think that's probably enough for right now. I uh, just wanted to uh, put another podcast out. It's a lot of fun doing this, and um, I don't know. hope you guys are enjoying it. Uh, I guess time will tell. See what it, uh, what it looks like over some time. I hope everybody had a very good Christmas. Uh, I hope you're going to have a, uh, a happy new year. And uh, it kind of sucks that it's on a Saturday, Saturday, though, doesn't it? Because you have New Year's day on Saturday, New Year's Eve, Friday night, and that gives you one day to recuperate, recuperate, <laughs> recuperate for Monday. Uh, and I don't know, maybe it's a, maybe it's a regular holiday or something, but we're off Monday, uh, the Monday after New Year's. What's that? The third. So I don't actually go back to work to the fourth. That's going to be a hard week. Uh, thank God it's only going to be four days. Um, it's nice being off, but my sleep schedule gets messed up. And when it's time to go back to work, you know, I got to get up early in the morning, stay up all day long. I mean, who stays up all day long? And then uh, not take a nap when I get home. That's the hardest part. Uh, I like taking those naps when I get home. I, I think I sleep the best taking those naps. Maybe it's because that's when I'm the tiredest. Also too, I'm a, I'm a night owl. So sleeping during the day is, is uh, best for me. Anyway, thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. Make sure that you uh, check out uh, www.muckleroy.com for the latest blog and uh, the latest podcast. Follow me on Twitter, Tony Muckleroy. Uh, I'm also on Facebook, also under Tony Muckleroy. Have a very good day. You know what I need to do is learn how to make show notes. There was a, a, a little piece of information that I was going to share with you that I forgot to. 
Well, maybe I'm not going to. Because I don't have that information up in front of me. I have a voicemail set up for uh, comments. And uh, you can uh, call in and leave your comments. Which will allow me to play them here on the air. I'm just trying to get to the information right now, which I should have had up before I started talking about it. But hell, it's like a live show. This is the way radio got started back in the uh, the 30s. Anyway, you can call uh, the uh, voicemail and leave a voice. It's it's only voicemail. Nobody's going to answer the phone, so don't worry about having to deal with anybody uh, asking you. You know, what do you want, or how can I help you? Uh, it's a voicemail set up just for the show. Leave your questions or comments, and um, I'll play them on the show. The number is 530-675-4102. That's 530-675-4102. It'd be neat if you'd left your uh, your name, like your first name, and where you're located. Again, thanks a lot, guys. Call me on my voicemail. <laughs>